Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 87 of the Cadaver Lab podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Sam. And uh, today we're going to be talking some uh, George Romero's Day of the Dead. Yeah. Now, before we move on, I want to I want to make sure everybody knows, and Sam, who who is too busy to, to get online oh. lately, okay? I, I forgot. <laughs> I've probably been taking shit for a week. Well, you know, not a lot, but I just want to make sure I, that, that people know that you've seen this before. Yes. So this is one of those that if you haven't seen, you're dead. Type yeah. So this this was one that when I early on when we started the podcast, you know, I've always liked horror movies, you know, but but you know would watch them every once in a while. But you know, once I started doing the podcast, we had some people chip in and say, "Listen, if you don't want to be a noob anymore, here's a list of movies you need to watch." Uh-huh. So I, I literally went out and rented like ten movies to watch, and this was one of them in that stack of like ten. That I ended up watching, um, and so I, you know, like I said before, my downfall is that I don't, I can't get all the of the deads. Um, <laughs> well, there's so straight. dang many. Yeah, of them. there's so many of them, and so, well, so you know, and not hard. even in this, not even in the George Romero. There's, no, there's a there's bunch. Shaun of the Dead. There's well, I, Bo- I know Bong of the Dead. You know, but right. I mean, there's everything's of the dead. But, but it's it's like Night of the Living Dead, Return of the Living Dead. There's there's all this stuff that I just can't keep track of, and because they, I was watching them so fast and furious, yeah. and so uh, you know, anyways, it is what it is. Yeah. Which you you love what I when I say that, but oh, uh, you I have well seen this say before. Nothing. I had seen this before, <laughs> and once we started talking about it, uh-huh. I was able to tell Mike, isn't this the one with the bub where they uh, domesticate him? And so I redeemed myself a little bit. Sweet. Of course, you redeemed yourself offline, so nobody knows yes, about it. Yes, well, that's true. And they true. were giving you shit all week long. Oh, my gosh, I'm sure. <laughs> I am sure. So. Oh, man. Let me ask you something. Yeah. You ever have one of those shit-ass days? Uh, Yeah, actually, a lot of those lately. Really? Yeah. Well, I had one today. Really? Well, okay. So, so, and I'm gonna, I'm, I, I'm, I'm only talking about this because I, I hope that my grumpiness doesn't come over the, you know, through the internet, through the pod, pod waves. How's that? Oh, yeah, no, that's good. Okay, so first of all, you know me, I'm a, I, I'm a software engineer, man. I sit at my desk and I do work all day. Mm-hmm. Today I had to deal with people all day. Let me tell you something about people. They're all a bunch <laughs> of assholes. Okay. Oh, man, dude. My wife is sick. So you know yeah. what that means? That means I'm the mommy, and, and, uh, and mommy's job sucks. Yeah. And But you know what the worst thing that happened to me today? What? I go online, and Lauren had posted something um, called, or she said, she mentioned something called the Sheenus. What? With, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Which a Sheenus is, in essence, a, <laughs> how should I put it? It is a... Oh man, it's an implement shaped like a penis that if a woman puts it, puts the end over her vagina, yeah, it catches all the urine and it pees out. Um, it's, so they can st- they can pee standing up. Really? Yes. Now let me tell you something. The sheenus is fine. That's a great invention. But let me tell you something about the sheenus. Yeah, it was huge. <laughs> and it made me wonder, oh my gosh, all these ladies getting sheen eye are going are gonna, to, I need to get me a sheenus is what I'm oh, saying. Yeah, just so, dude. cause man, that, that's a lot to, that's a lot of competition. That is so funny. Dude. Since I go wagging it everywhere and everybody I'm, sees it, you know, I've never even heard of that. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go, uh, 
I'm going to go streaking in the Armed Forces Bowl on the 30th. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just give you a heads up that there's probably a lot of people with guns at the Armed Forces Bowl, and they'll probably shoot the cannon at you. So, I've, Well, I've a good thing, if they're shooting for machinists, that uh, hopefully they'll, <laughs> they'll hit the false tip. <laughs> and uh, so I'll be safe. Oh, that's so funny. Dude, no. I'm, I'm sitting here watching Kick-Ass. Yeah. And I didn't realize that the one of uh, the guy's friends, one of Kick-Ass's friends, is uh-huh. Tate, Tate on American Horror Story. Is that right? Yeah. Dude, that guy, that guy is like, I don't know. He was, you know, it's so funny is because you look at him, he's like, yeah, oh, the stupid little kid. But he, he graduated high school. Well, he didn't graduate high school, but he yeah. graduated high school the same, he would have the same year we did. Yeah, exactly. Is that? Yeah. I don't know if that makes me feel old or what. It makes me. It was weird, kind of seeing some of that play out. Just thinking that that was the same year I graduated. You know. You know what's weird about American Horror Story? What's that? Is that? Well, okay. So I mean, obviously, I mean, spoiler alert. Okay. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Now, okay. So there was that. We we find out the 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 fate of Tate. You know mm-hmm. where he mm-hmm. he actually was one of these Columbine type killers. You know he yeah. goes in, yeah. and I was like, wow, okay. I kind of can't. I mean, it was it was kind of bizarre that they actually went that way. Yeah, dude. You know, I mean, wasn't I mean, I can't believe I like I like felt my as I was watching. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they did that. And yeah. I thought to myself, why can't I believe they did that? And I thought to myself, man, because that is still a sensitive subject. It is. You know, even, it still happens. Well, even at Virginia Tech, man, they get a killer yeah. every every other year or something. Yeah, I'd, I'd <laughs> kill myself too if I was a hokey. That is just kidding. wow. <laughs> we've already hit taboo subjects. Dude. No, well, the Holocaust was oh, we it was last episode, so we've got a whoa. long way to go on this. Yeah, one. that was really no, but uh, yeah, it was it was really interesting. That show's gotten really really good, taking some twists. I was going to ask you if you got caught up with uh, uh, Walking Dead. No, I still have them all on my. You know, it's funny. You're not the only one to say that the that that last episode was stellar. Oh, it was. You know, but. I, I still have them all on my DVR, just waiting to be watched. But it's Dude, still. I'm telling you, to do it. it is so hard to watch most of it. You just gotta, you just gotta just deal with it and just skip it. I mean, I'll, I can fill you in. They go to, <laughs> they go to this farm. Whoa, 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 whoa! What if there's somebody else who hasn't heard it? Fill then me spoiler. in offline. Okay. You, you realize what that means, don't you? That I hope you forget and I don't have to watch it, and I'm and I'm getting out of it, kind of. <laughs> Dude, you need to. Yeah, I can fill you in on most the episodes, and then you just need to watch the last two. Okay. But let me tell you something. Let me. So, so speaking of TV. Okay. So I watched Dexter. Okay. And I I I got some of the Dexters thinking I'll pace myself because the last episode is this up and coming Sunday. The, oh, is it? The eighteenth okay. for the season. And I'm like, well, I'll get them because there's twelve episodes, dude. I freaking watched ten episodes in like three days. Oh yeah, dude. That that's how and I so, do it every single. In fact, I, I guarantee you that once uh, once I I'm glad you told me that this Sunday's the last one because then I'll go yeah. searching for them. And they're and good. They, uh, and they're good. The one like the where you get them. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. whoa, what, what? Like, I've had issues checking them out, um, but these ones have all been uh, available. Cool. Well, yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to subscribe to HBO and, and get them on demand. It's, it's showtime. Yeah, but, but you uh, know how cool I am? I'm cool that I, I'm so cool that I can freaking subscribe to HBO and get Dexter on demand. Whoa. Man, now what? Awesome. Now what? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Just kidding. No, but it's, it's really good. It took a, a big old twist there. 
Really? It's, I, yeah, they're just so good. And so, anyways, I was over talking to my brother about it because I got him hooked on Dexter, and so he actually subscribes to HBO. And he's like, "Do you know what show I'm watching that's on right before Dexter?" That let I'm me hooked. You on? mean Showtime? Yeah. <laughs> no. Do you know what show I'm talking about? No. So he said, "True that Blood." Even, no, that's HBO. Oh, good. He said, "He said this show is so fantastic that he thinks it's better than Dexter this year. Uh-huh. It's called Homeland." Oh, I've never even heard it. Oh, my gosh, dude. So I checked it out, and I cannot stop watching that show. Homeland, is it? what's it about? So I'll just tell you a little bit about the first episode, and maybe that'll tease you, because it was enough to get me going. So this uh, Claire Danes, yeah, Claire Danes is like a FBI undercover agent. She's It starts out on the first episode. She a hooker? Over in Iraq. No, no. She's over in Iraq, and she's uh, trying to gather some intelligence. She's racing against the clock, because I guess this Iraqi... Uh, inmate that she's been working over um, is is looking to get uh, executed. And so she's trying to get to him to stop the execution because he's got all this information. Mm-hmm. So she gets there and somebody smuggles her in and she's got two minutes and then the guards are coming to take him away to get executed. And so she goes in there and talks to him and he's like, why would I tell you anything? And she's like, because I'll protect your family. So right as the guards are coming, he whispers something in her ear. Fast forward 10 months. So then they drag her away as he's uh-huh. whispering something in her Fast forward 10 months, you come to find out that the the uh, thing he whispered was that an American POW had been turned. Really? So, so all of a sudden there's a mission that uh, kills 13 Al-Qaeda members, and they open up this uh, this bolted uh, door, and there's an American POW that had disappeared eight years earlier. And so it's about him coming back, and everybody's happy that he came back, and she's trying to prove or thinks that he is the one that turned so uh-huh. he comes back, and his wife's been sleeping with his best friend, and everything's changed. So it's a Walking just... Dead, Iraq style? Well, kind of, yeah, that there's that element in it. But I'll tell you what, dude. The thing that's so good about it is I, I'm like four episodes, five episodes in. I can't tell if he's an operative or not. You can't really? tell. <laughs> and it's it's really, really good. <laughs> you know, it's it's hard because... There are people telling me, oh, you need to watch Breaking Bad. Oh, you need to watch, I've started watching uh, that. Sons of Anarchy. Oh, you yeah. need to watch. And I'm just like, there is too much shit. I think this one, I don't know how you could do a second season with this one. I don't know how you'd do it. Really? I'll I, check it out, but I'll tell you what. That is must-see TV for me. That I, is, it, it is so good. It's so funny because I don't know. It's just that everybody, it's, I, I think what happens with me is everybody's like, you need to watch this, you need to watch this, you need to watch this. And I get, I mean, I don't like getting stressed, but I'm just like, man, I really want to watch this stuff. Yeah. And all of a sudden I'm like, I get, I get like a little bit overwhelmed. I'm like, F it. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm no. going to throw in, uh, your vice is a locked room and I have the key. Oh, man, that's delicious. <laughs> no, I hear you, dude. I hear you. Because, yeah, there's all sorts of stuff coming out of you. But because I was on a – because I had to wait for the next episode of Dextra Listen, when I got Homeland. I'm not judging you, dude. so good. I'm so not judging good. you. No, I hear you. Man, that's cool. Yeah, I hear you. How did I get a call this late? Sorry. No, that was real right. professional podcasting. Get a call at 11 p.m. Anyway. So uh, the other the other thing that happened this week uh-huh. that I'm is it just me or is 
Did Chuck Norris sell his soul to the devil? Well, are you talking about his World of Warcraft deal? No. Did, well, that, but I saw him. I'm like, that guy hasn't aged since I saw him in Lone Wolf McQuaid <laughs> in the 80s. I'm not even I kidding. I hope his chest is ex- just as hairy and as sweaty. Dude, that guy, I swear, I don't know if it's the power of the beard, but that guy freaking looks the exact same age. I'm not even kidding. If you watch him in Delta Force uh-huh. and all that shit, he looks the exact same. Really? There's something weird with that, man. <laughs> well... I'm starting to believe in all this, like, Chuck, this all this Chuck Norris stuff. <laughs> like, uh, like all the, uh, all the Chuck Norris things. Yeah, like, uh, Jesus walks on water, but Chuck Norris swims on land. That kind of stuff. <laughs> it's, it's that kind of funny Chuck Norris stuff. I'm starting to believe it, dude, because that guy, I swear he hasn't aged a day. And he's got to oh. be in his... 60s he's gotta be right oh dude absolutely are you but you know what the thing is if he's in the 60s now that he, he almost has to be older because if he was in his like 30s and 40s you know in the 80s because yeah. i i mean i assume he was that old he's well i have i'll be honest with you i haven't really watched a lot of chuck norris movies lately but he seemed really old when i watched that's what i'm saying dude that's what i'm saying i i just i i literally think that uh We've got a little case of some witchcraft going on because, like, I don't know how he, I literally don't know how he's, how he's done it. He well, looks, I, like, that World of Warcraft, I'm looking at him I'm like, that jackass hasn't, hasn't aged a bit. Well, dude, have you ever heard of Occam's Razor? I've heard of that. What is that? Basically, all things being equal, the, the most simple answer is usually the right one. And oh, right now, yeah. I'm thinking sold the soul to the devil. <laughs> dude, dude, I think you're right because, I mean, he is... I'm looking it up right now, just to just just so to that see I, how. Uh, while you're own... while you're looking that up, I you know how like as um you know we as we get well this is with me I, I you know see if you can relate with me as I get a little older and I I kind of see what's popular and I kind of you know I kind of um dude you know get what the dude is seventy one years old I knew it I I was I what the fuck? I had to be oh dude. You know it's the sold the soul thing. Oh my gosh, people of podcast land, <laughs> cadaver labians, we have got to figure out what the hell is going on with Chuck Norris, dude. People, that is th- that is unreal. Do you think he uses his own semen as a moisturizing cream? Well, that's what I want to find out. I mean, if there's some uh, little health beauty tricks, I mean, we probably ought to all know about it. It's all it's all about semen. That that's that's the new health and beauty thing. Listen, I worked for a health and beauty company. Yeah, and it's and, and I I know the secret. It's all about semen nowadays. Ooh, you man. know, that's disgusting. I've been taking this... semen baths for years, Whoa. and now that I finally figured out that it has health benefits. I was oh like, wow, gosh. this is a oh wait, wow, <laughs> nice dude. Do you remember when we used to work at the old El Matador and sure. pull the funny trick with the waitresses? Y'all stand around, and they're all standing there. Because, I mean, we were pretty charismatic guys. I, you know, I'm not going to hide it. So they'd all <laughs> flock around us and then would say something like, you know, uh, your fingernails grow really fast when you swallow. And then see how many of the witches look down at their fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy looked down every time, dude. Every sick, time something like sick, that happened. Oh, sick. Sick and yet a little erotic. Well, not. It's just uh, you know, it's just for information's sake. You just want to know what people are up to. Oh, dude, I'm going to use that tomorrow with the dudes I work with. (laughs) If anybody looks down at their fingers, dude, uh, you need to warn me right away. No, I'll I'll set you up on a date. (laughs) That's terrible. (laughs) 
Speaking of terrible things, I was going to I was going to go off on this big thing earlier with, yeah. with the Chuck Norris, but I just want you to know something. What the world the world is is taking a step down for me. There, there. Just so you know, we live in a world where a movie like Slaughtered Vomit Dolls is on Netflix Instant. It oh. is available on demand to millions and millions of people to watch at any time. How does that happen? Well, obviously, you know, deals there's, and shit. <laughs> there's enough of a demand. I guess so. That's awesome, dude. Dude, well, I watched the fun. biggest piece of hell. Uh-oh. Speaking of, like, stuff on... I don't even know if this is on Netflix flaming or streaming. <laughs> what? That was a... That was, wow. <laughs> slip. Dude, I tell you what. Uh, if anyone has seen the movie Coffin, tell oh, me you haven't is seen that. that. The, is that the Asian one? No, it's Kevin Sorbo. Oh no, I have not. Oh, oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh. is it Coffin or is it called? Oh no, no, no. He's also in a movie called Something of a Pool Boy. But Dude, no, I haven't, I haven't seen Coffin. This is the biggest piece of shit. Really? Oh, did you I watch did, it all the way I through? I did, and that's the thing is, I'm like, hey, <laughs> I think it got a 3.9 on uh, IMDb. Watchable. Well, it was watchable, but oh my gosh, it was just so terrible. The really? acting in it was, it was almost porn esque. Like mm-hmm. that kind of acting. But oh, there was, without there was, the payoff? But there was none of it. Really? There was none of it. And so you're just like, this is so absolutely horrible. Dude, but he was in the legendary journeys. He was, and that's what's so disappointing is, I mean, the guy was pretty, uh, you know, he did pretty well for himself like that. But then he gets into this piece of shit. And it's like, <laughs> well, it you know, he's got this, he's got this uh, guy behind him wearing the scarecrow mask from Batman. And he's telling him what to do, and he's like, "Get out of the car and go get money." And so the guy's like, "I'll be right back." And so then the guy in the in the in the mask goes, "I'll be right back," mocking his voice. I'm like, "Who writes that shit into a movie and thinks it's funny?" I don't know, dude. Dude, don't, stay, is stare, it? Did you say it's on Netflix clear. Instant? I think so. I I don't know where. Dude, this I, is I, the I have whole it on my iPod. It is so terrible. This is the whole deal. This is the whole question about. I remember, you know, back in the day when when so many movies weren't so readily available. Mm-hmm. We I, don't get me wrong. We used to watch a lot. Of, I used to watch a lot of shit. Okay, Ooh, yeah. but yeah. now that we have Netflix Instant, there's like, well, you, maybe you should have known about Coffin with Kevin Sorbo oh. and whatnot. But it's like, I mean, remember what, what movie do we do? Uh, the Shrine. When it's like, how how did I know mm-hmm. to watch that as opposed to whatever? It's yeah. like there are so many movies on there that I swear I'll like I'll, I'll, I'll look really good to me, uh-huh. you know. And then I'll just start watching. They look like crap, and so I'll turn them off and and whatever. Yep. But it's like, yep. man, I could like spend a whole evening trying to pick a movie, watching yeah. five minutes of one movie, ten minutes of the next movie, turning, you know. And it's it's man, it's like overload. Not that I'm yeah. complaining. Oh, yeah. I mean, what's worse, having that or or having to rent Child's Play three for the eighth time because it's oh, the only thing your local blockbusters has? Can you can you believe how much the media renting media whatever has changed over the last ten years? No, I mean, it's not real. I mean, I'm we were still was I still? I, I remember because I got I got married in two thousand. Mm-hmm. And I remember still, like right before that, still renting VHS and stuff. I mean, yeah, there were DVD, so there were DVDs there, but I mean, it's like, you know, there the the most movies were still only in VHS, especially most shitty horror movies. You yeah, know? yeah. 
Is that no, am I wrong? I mean, because that does seem. No. I mean, so in like the year two thousand, more like ninety nine, two thousand. Yeah, that's true. Because you know, I have the Ninth Gate on VHS. Yeah, I bought the Ninth Gate on VHS, and that came out in ninety nine. I'm trying to think because I got married in ninety seven, and I know that probably two years, maybe three years into that, we bought a DVD player. Yeah. And just to start, we knew we were going to have kids, and so we started collecting Disney movies on DVD. Mm-hmm. And, but there were very, I mean, there was just one little wall at Blockbuster of DVDs. Everything else right. was VHS. All right. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, just within 10 years. So we're talking like 10, 11 years. Well, and we're, we're talking, not only has DVD come, but it's gone. Yeah. You know, I mean, sure, I still get DVDs from Netflix and whatnot, but it's like, I mean, nine times out of ten when choosing a movie, if it's not on my media server or on Netflix or Hulu, I'm not getting my ass up to find a DVD. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know? the, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I can't remember the last time I've walked into Blockbuster. You know, the only thing that I've done with renting DVDs besides getting them from Netflix Red is if we're going on a road trip and get hit Redbox. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the only other time so that the kids can watch something in the car. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and even that, I mean... That that industry is decimated as far as like blockbuster and I'm still amazed that any that of them are still around. Most of them are gone, but they're still you know. Who a goes handful into blockbuster? Around. Seriously, I like I had to go in there and just find out. Maybe it's people running video games or something. I mean, I I really don't know who is doing that these days. Oh, you know, video games is actually a fairly solid. That's probably still pretty prevalent, only because, I mean, it's like, yeah, I guess you could stream big games, but, I mean, they're, they're the data's probably pretty big. No, you've got to get that. I mean, Gamefly, I think you pay 30 bucks a month for that or something. I, I'm not well, now you can get them from Redbox, too, oh. games. But, I mean, but as far as DVDs go, it's funny because... I don't know. You know, I don't know. I haven't been into a, like a working blockbuster. And I haven't either. I've gone by the only time I ever go and The only time I ever go into them is when I'm buying off the clearance shit. Yep. I had you to know? go in there and see what they are doing that. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's it's bizarre. I mean, it's great because look at how much is at our fingertips and how easy it is and the quality. And, you know, I love the way technology's going with that kind of thing. Absolutely. But, but it's just amazing how quick that that can just go obsolete. Well, it's, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, and the thing is, is now it's like the, the future is one of two things. It's in super high def 3D or... Mm-hmm. You know, which which probably at least for now, until you know the internet uh, hardware technologies, you know, come a long way, so you can stream that stuff. It has to be on some kind of a hard, you know, uh, physical mm-hmm. medium mm-hmm. or just streaming. You know, and yeah. to be honest with you, stream. I mean, streaming to me is, is oh man, it's 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 just such a much more convenient way to do. Oh, things. absolutely. You know, I mean, right. listen, I own tons. I own tons of DVDs. I own a few Blu-rays and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, I'll even look. Sometimes I'll have it, you know, on the server, and then I'll have a DVD. I'll just throw it on the server. I won't even bother. Well, that's how yeah. I am. I mean, I'm looking. I have tons and tons. When I was going to Buku's up here that was selling those movies for like a buck, I mean, I loaded up my collection. Right. I had tons. I still I probably have like 100 movies more than that that I haven't even seen that are in oh, there yeah. on DVD. Absolutely. But, you know, it's because it's so easy to... I have an Xbox upstairs, and I've got a PlayStation downstairs, and it is so easy to throw on Netflix oh, yeah. and just find something. Well, and you know, the one thing, though, the one thing the DVDs have... That really, at least right now, at least it seems to me, is the fact that if you want special features and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you're not going to get it through streaming. Right. And whatnot. So, you know, I actually, for this movie, Day of the Dead, uh-huh. I actually watched all the special. I, I think I picked this up in, 
in around this was like I have all my DVDs numbered and I you know and mm-hmm. and basically this one and, and I don't have any kind of order I just kind of throw them in as I get them you know and then I kind of I kind of add them to the database and just put the location but this one was number 93 so that's pretty really early on in my DVD collecting days yeah so I mean this is this had to be forever ago yeah and so I mean it's not it's not a really great DVD it's one of those ones with the two sides and stuff they were still doing that stuff but um, the only the only extra extra uh, features or whatever was uh, you know had a, like a little documentary about the making which is about twenty minutes long and it was mm-hmm. cool mm-hmm. but the thing is is I'll tell you what in order for me to want to like sit and actually buy a DVD it has to have a, t- a ton of shit that I can't get you know through Netflix or something yeah yeah I mean I mean I don't honestly nine times out of ten I don't care about the commentary. You know, a, right. a lot of times, and you know, and there's there are a few, you know, everything's got a making of. But listen, I don't give a crap about making yeah. of. Like, I watched a movie a little while ago that had a making of, and I'm like, why would I watch this? It was that, it was oh shoot, it was the, it was the uh, Chrome Skull Two. They dressed. Oh, I was like, why? I don't care how they made this. You know, whatever. But yeah. uh, you know, so I mean, it's only the only the movies that I freaking love. Yeah, um, are the ones that. I have, I'll pick up on DVD and Blu-ray, right. unless it's like a freaking awesome deal. The problem with Blu-ray is, is that all these new movies are coming out, and I don't like love, love. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know and, and listen, they, I mean, they they can put out older movies, you know, and and add a lot of stuff, and that's really cool. The problem is, I probably bought that two or three times already. Right. Exactly. You know? oh, it's just it's just such a bummer. I mean, I don't know. I mean, what do you do? It's I'll tell you what I do. You stream it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I guess. It's so good. Yep, oh, I felt I like it. it went off a little bit. Well, but it's good because, I mean, I think that's, uh, you know, it's important. I'd be interested to hear what other people have to say about that, yeah, too. Absolutely. Because, I mean, how many, do you think, do you think people uh, collect Blu-rays like we used to collect, uh, or like people collect DVDs think so. and stuff? Because, nope. I mean, they're, first of all, they're to get a new one there, yeah, they're like 30 bucks. And I remember VHS back in the day were like 80 bucks, you know. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, they, you they were by Star Wars. It was like forty dollars for a copy, though. That that's like no freaking way. I remember yeah. one time I lost a DVD from a from a, a play a video place, and they yeah. wanted like three hundred bucks for it. Are because, you serious? Well, because you know it's not just the fact that they have the the VHS, but they have some kind of weird licensing thing. To be honest oh. with you, I thought they were just trying to screw me, but yeah. thankfully I found it and returned it. Oh, and uh, I don't know. But yeah, no, dude. but thirty bucks is too much to spend in my. Well, opinion. it is, and and for me though, I mean, the only honestly, the only Blu-rays I'm getting are the Disney movies. Uh huh. Um, and it's because they come with a a Blu-ray and a DVD and a DVD. Because then I throw it on in the car, and then it comes with a digital copy that I can put on my kids' iPods. Yep. So for me, and and I only buy them when they're on sale the first day because I can get it for twenty one dollars at Walmart. And you know the thing with that is, is it's like okay, so and I hate to really, I mean, I I, I don't know if <laughs> what you think about business practices and whatnot, but the thing is, is Disney figured it out because mm-hmm. you know what, you're buying the movie, you're not buying the format. At least I think that. Yeah. You know, so I mean, they give it to us on all in three different formats, and it's like, you know, it's pretty solid. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's like okay, well now I don't have to, because uh, honestly, if I had the if I had the uh, right now, if I had to buy like a family movie, if mm-hmm. I, if I were thinking, oh, should I, 
should I put it on, should I get it on Blu-ray or should I get it on whatever? I have two Blu-rays hooked up to TVs, but the thing is we have like five TVs, you know, then, okay, all of a sudden we can't put that in one of the kids' rooms. Exactly. And so it's, but this way, you know, so I probably just don't end up buying it and getting it some, you know, I don't know, it pisses me off. I don't, I'm kind of sick of the way they hoard these, these Mm -hmm. movies. It's like, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just unbelievable how it's almost like they don't want us to have access to them, right? You know, oh, here buy our movie, but the thing is, is you you can't freely watch it whenever you want, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, whatever. I mean, you can. I'm I'm going. I'm being a little extreme there, but I'm talking mostly with like with like when you download something from iTunes or these mm-hmm. digital copies, because even the Disney digital copies are pains in the balls. Oh, absolutely. But whatever. There you go. Yeah, so that's what we think. Just call us Cisco and Ebert. Uh, yeah, okay. So do you remember what the question of the episode was last time? So it was, what's the worst way you can think of, or well, what, what is the way you, you do not want to die? What's the worst yeah, way to die Yeah, what's the worst way to go out? So yeah, what's the worst way that you can think of to, to go out? And I've, I've got to tell a story about this. So Uh-oh. it's not, I mean, it's not a big deal, but, you know, I, uh, we had a local kidnapping here about 10, well, maybe it's eight, eight, nine years ago. Oh, yeah, it was really? probably seven, eight years ago. Elizabeth Smart. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she got kidnapped, and uh, somebody sliced open the, the screen and took this girl out of her home. And I had one daughter at the time. She was probably two, maybe three years old. And so right after that happened, people were freaking out. We were freaking out. We were just, you know, scared out of our mind that there's right. this, these people that are you know, opening up screens and taking kids out of their house. So I would lay in bed at night thinking about what the fuzz would I do to somebody if they ever messed with my family. Oh, and so this is, you're so thinking, what's the over, worst way to die? Because yeah, I'm going to so put like, this I on would, someone else, psycho. I would freaking, I would tear someone apart. And so I literally spent weeks while this thing was going on every night before bed. I mean, I was, I'd have to get up and get a drink and cool off because I had Holy myself crap, up dude. Yeah, it was so terrible. It was so terrible. So anyways, what I came up with, was to bury someone up to their head and then take a weed whacker that has like 60 gauge stuff oh, yeah. on it. Like the wicked stuff. Yeah, and just tear their head off, tear their face off, tear everything off with a weed whacker. Oh my and gosh. so I, I felt like that was probably the worst way. I can't, I haven't thought of anything worse than that to go. Well, that's wicked, dude. Yeah, so, anyways, now that everybody thinks I'm a sick idiot. But uh, that's kind of what I uh, that's kind of what I thought. So that's my answer to that question. Sorry about that, Judas Priest. <laughs> Do I probably need to go talk to somebody now? Probably, dude. You know what? You know how I would kill someone. <laughs> At least you didn't go into like, and then I would, then I would stick their body underneath the overpass in Centerville, and you know, get really specific. So yeah, I don't need to worry about that because if I just chop their head off. With a weed whacker, you know, take my time to make sure I get tongue out, eyes well, out. Well, you realize that it's not over. You can hook them up to electrodes, and they'll still and they'll still be all cool. I mean, just oh, yeah. like in this movie. Yeah, dude. So there you go. Uh, you know, I the thing is, is I mean, I I did mention the Judas Chalice. You know, yeah. yeah. You, you remember on Seven when they oh. were when they were doing uh, when when uh, what's his name set up uh, the sloth guy. Yeah. And he took a picture of him every single day. Yeah. You know, I think that would be like the worst way to die. Just oh. think just think if you were laid in that bed, 
you know, I can't, what was he tied down? He uh-huh. had to uh, obviously been given some kind of nutrition, yeah. you know, and therefore, and he took a picture of his face every day. How would you like to like feel your insides rotting, oh. feel your muscles atrophy and just think about sitting there all day long only with your thoughts, how boring that would be. Oh my god! Freaking that's... go crazy, dude. That is such a good point, dude. Oh, that's that you know what's so funny is I mean now now I have such a small attention span. When I go take a shit, I need to bring my phone in with me yeah, so I can yeah. you know go check whatever. <laughs> I think it is funny because sometimes you know I'll be stuck in a meeting and I'll be like, oh, this meeting's two hours long. Oh my gosh, yeah, I'm gonna freaking get so bored. But dude, just think all day all by yourself. With with no form of you know you would have to be really like like uh, vigilant with your brain exercises and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But how easy would it be just to let it go? Yeah, you know, and to be there for a year. Oh, and yeah, just dude. everything rotting. Oof. Yeah, I, I don't yeah, know. I think that's up. a pretty bad way to go. That's a good one, man. Yeah, because that would be pretty freaking terrible. Yeah, and we we have uh, we have quite a few. Um, voicemails i mean i don't know how many people actually i i I try not to listen to them so that the laughs i do are fairly genuine well yeah let's do it dude. you know i'm not like faking laughing at people like i'm probably gonna have to do with this first one hey guys it's crazy poppy uh first thing i would like to thank my dear flopo for that uh that great compliment though i figure if you drink enough shiraz you'll find uh anything sexy (laughs) <laughs> so uh, to test my theory, I drank some while looking up at uh, Michael's uh, profile pictures on Facebook. Oh yeah, baby! And uh, yeah, after the second bottle, I was ready to hit that. <laughs> You're welcome to any time. Uh, I want to tip my hat to Lauren for making Sam Red so hard that oh, for a while he started to sound like Fozzy coming off a three-day bender. Oh, well man. done, my dear. Well Choking done. on Kermit's cock. Now, uh, <laughs> as as question of the episode. What would be the most horrible way to die? Um, before I give you my answer, uh, Sam, do yourself a favor. Cover your ears or walk um, out of the room or sing a song in your head, something for like you, uh, now five seconds answers. or so, okay? <laughs> All right. I figure the worst way to die would be to drown in the pool of warm vomit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah, I want to check out like that. So. Yeah, that's pretty nasty. Oh, um, Unless your name's uh, Lucifer speaking of Valentine. Wire, you guys uh, know what his favorite toothpaste was? Uh, yeah, Aim. All right, I'll talk to you all later. Dude, who, did he, who was he talking about? Bud Dwyer. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Too wow. soon. That was too soon. Because I've seen that shit just recently. Well, recently within like a year and a half. So that was too soon for me. Oh my gosh, dude. Oh, um, so, yeah, pool of your own vomit. That's that's pretty of freaking warm, bad, dude. Of warm vomit. You know what's funny? Oh. It's, I, I mean, okay, remember how you were doing your dreams one time? Yeah. Let me tell you a dream that I had, speaking of this. Well, it doesn't have anything to do with vomit, so you're safe. So, okay. I dreamed that one time I had to swim in like this uh, pool of ketchup. Now, and I was all fine until in my head and in my dream I realized that it's not the same because you you can push the ketchup away too far and there's no way you can keep your head above it. You see what oh, I'm saying? Because the consistency. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how it would be. Oh, jeez. And I've yeah, had that dream. Disgusting. Scared the balls off me. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Oof. scaring the balls off me, we got a new caller. 
Oh, good. Hello, Cadaver Lab. Yo. Long time listener. New caller. You can Ray, call me uh... Jake the Snake. That's what everyone calls me. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, just want you to give you guys some praise. I listen to your show every time you release a new one, and, well, still catching up on the old ones. Psycho test. I should be halfway <laughs> through the entire library, I think. Whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah, your show is always funny. It, I I listen to it always at work, and don't you don't you guys get sick of it? It's just us. Of pure willpower to not laugh out loud at times. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm it's sure like trying to find the willpower not to correct. slam my nuts in the toilet. And now I want to um, answer the question of the week, but first answer last week's question of the week because, yeah, you know, I thought of a good one right here. Um, this is for the best kill scene in a movie. Sweet. And when you ask this, one thing popped into mind. This was the very first kill scene in a movie that had me... When it happened, I literally jumped out of my seat, looked at the screen with awe, and like, holy shit! <laughs> See the sleepaway camp in the penis. <laughs> Final Destination 2. Oh, yeah. When the kid gets smashed by yeah the glass a pane of glass oh yes god oh yes uh, oh god i said all i could say about that holy shit holy shit oh (laughs) oh and uh for this one worst way to die i had to think about this one for a bit then my thoughts led into the sauce. Masturbatory thoughts? Yes, I think those will have some pretty damn horrible ways to die. Not yeah, sure how many other people will say Syringes? on the series, but for oh, me yeah. personally, it's at the end of five, when oh, I forget his name, gets smashed by the closing walls. Oh, yeah. Because, well, like... Often said, nobody will find him, and well, fuck, look what slept. That's because R two D two didn't stop the trash <laughs> oh, compactor. God. That's what I was gonna say. Okay, okay, I know I'm gonna be rambling on. Yeah, first time caller, very last thing. I gotta say to you guys, uh, <laughs> Sam. Yeah, this is from a long, long time ago, but I, I love your little uh, cancer trick. And I gotta say, it, it works pretty well. I, yes, I, have it myself. I thank you, sir, for a good It's something you turn something so tragic into something so hilarious. Master. It is the best party trick. It just breaks the ice. About the uh, faces of death. Uh, knockoffs you guys are talking about where the guy blows his brains out on live television. Does sound familiar to me. I think I have seen that. Was it? Yeah, Google Bud Wire. The many yeah, just Google, taboos dude, of death. 
Sure, why not? I mean, I oh, don't feel like it. doing it now because after hearing Sam Send it in, Mr. The Snake. And Cobb's <laughs> story, by the way, I love Doritos. Don't ruin oh. them for me. Yeah, that's, dude. But, uh, uh, but after that, I don't feel like putting Sam through any like that anytime soon. Oh, come on, oh, it's had a week to recover. To the challenge, Mr. <laughs> Sam. Yeah, well, bring it on, man. I can handle one of those a week. Hold on long enough. See you no. guys. Good luck on next show. And we need it. That is, is that it. it. That's it. Oh, thanks, Mr. The Snake. <laughs> Mr. The Snake. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'll tell <laughs> you what. I, I, like I've said a million times, I used to have an iron stomach. And for some reason, something has changed to the point where like stuff really really gets to me. Let me let me let me take Jackass a stab at what it is. Have you have you seen Jackass three? Oh yes, I have actually. Dude, there are like three parts in there where I literally had to turn my iPod away and freaking just <laughs> I, I was gagging. Like when they get that fat guy in a sweatsuit oh. in the, the street. Yeah, that lap. is, and he's running on that Dude. treadmill. Yeah, that was bad. And the guy drank his sweat out of his yeah. ass crack. That's really gross. That was so bad. Oh, yeah, anyways. dude. Anyways, yeah, Doritos have been ruined for me. I, I haven't picked up nacho cheese Doritos for, I don't think I've had them in probably two years. And I happen to have that and Thai food <laughs> the same day that Warren called in and told that story. Unbelievable that, that the timing of that because that that's the only reason why that got, normally that wouldn't have gotten to me, but I freaking, that's exactly what I'd had. So, anyways. Nice. Well, guess who called? I bet it's Lauren. Gloating. Hey, Mike and Sam. It's Lauren. Um, nice. I actually hadn't um, seen Zombie Holocaust. So that definitely looks oh. really good. I'm going to have to check that one out. Yeah, you need to watch it. So that is awesome. From Dr. Dr. Butcher to Dr. Frankenstein. Um, yeah, Ooh. I think you guys picked yeah. Day of the Dead. Um, Bub's fucking adorable. And I want to hook him up with <laughs> the chick from Living Dead Girl, the, the Ewok the French French. movie. Um, yeah. Because she's really, she's, 
she's actually a bit more sensitive because she's like a chick zombie. Um, but they'd make a really yeah. cute zombie couple, I think. Um, nice. The most painful way to die. Um, my original thought was like um, my go-to from when I was like stuck in the hospital forever. Beaten by the sheets. Like with <laughs> pins and weights through my legs, like a like oh, the yeah. little girl in um, New York Ripper style. Um, oh, dude. At first I thought it was that, because I just remember being in the hospital for, like, ever, and just, like, so fucking boring. And um, <laughs> I would I would actually draw lots of Lost Boys and um, Freddy Krueger pictures and wish I'd be dead. That's what I do at um, work. But last night I stepped on a screw that some workmen lived in my apartment, and um, was like a big fucking baby about it and flipped my shit and the oh. paramedics had to come and twist and pull it out. So, oh, like, really? uh, I'm now I'm going to go for something involving my feet. Like, I don't know what, but, you know, getting my feet to place is apparently, like, <laughs> one of those un, unknown, like, I really fucking hated it and my teeth were chattering and... My apartment doesn't have a buzzer, so I got to do also a dramatic horror movie, crawling up two flights of stairs with, like, a screw sticking out of my foot. (laughs) I can only imagine that. I changed my answer from dying a slow death with uh, metal pins through my legs, sticking out of both sides, um, to something with the feet. I don't know. You guys can... uh, can expand on that one. Anyway, keep up the good work. I'm psyched to hear the Dawn of the Dead show. Well, we'll have to get right on the Dawn of the Dead. Too bad we're doing Day of the Dead. Did, <laughs> did I sound awesome? You did. I really showed. I really you're showed you're, her. You're straightening huh? it out. You're straightening it out, dude. Dude, you know what? what? Speaking of uh, the New York Ripper, yeah. that is one movie I have not seen, and I'll tell you why. Oh, I, I started. Oh, well, yeah. I, I was thinking maybe we should do that next episode. Okay. And I actually thought this, uh, I've thought this for a few weeks, and you know how you think of one, you're like, oh shit, that's, mm-hmm. let's do that one, and then you, of course you forget about it. Mm-hmm. But the reason being, as I started it, and there was a, and all I remember is a quacking guy, and then a lot of fur burger. Whoa, really? Yeah, and so, and I, I remember I turned it on in the bedroom, and my wife was in the shower, and I'm like, wow, uh, this might just be a little bit too much of the burg to... <laughs> to be watching that with Ember, so maybe I'll, uh, yeah, maybe I'll just turn this up. But I still want to watch it. It's Lucio Fulci. Well, yeah, we ought to check it out, man. So let's do that for next episode. What New do you York say? New York Ripper. Let's do it. It's on uh, Instant, too. So. Oh, is it? Oh, okay, good. Yes. Well, well, at least it was a few yeah. months ago or however yeah. long. If it's not, I'm we'll sure that we can work something out. I'll check it out from the Cadaver Lab library. And I will make sure it's there. Awesome, dude. Wow, don't we just work together so well? You know, it's like... Never mind. Ebony and Ivory. I was going to say like pitching and catching, but I think that oh. means too many things. You know what? I don't think Ebony and Ivory really um, really uh, applies to us unless we're talking about our sheenuses. Because <laughs> I would definitely go for an Ebony uh, <laughs> oh, yes. sheenus. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. I mean, can you imagine being in the restroom? Because you would know who's looking. Some dude next to you the oh, freaking, yeah. that's freaking sneaking a peek, you, you'd check him doing a double take. Like, what the? If, uh, I broke out, if I broke out this giant black sheetus? Well, not just that, but it looks like they're <clears throat> erect. 
So it's like, how's oh. that guy peeing through an erect penis? Dude, that was so awesome. You I'm know what? To do that. You know what? I, you know, I mean, every once in a while when you get tired, you know, and I don't know, I don't do this, but yeah. I'm sure other guys do. You know, they'll sit down to pee. Hmm? Just because they're so tired. I like I said, I'd never Whoa. do this. It's way not Whoa. nearly manly enough. But I'll, but I'll tell you what. You know what would come in uh, handy is a hegina. So, <laughs> so that so that we could sit down to pee and we wouldn't feel weird because we, our hegina's are there. Well, then we could enjoy uh, enjoy the joy of tampons too. <laughs> No. I've always wondered what it's like to walk around with that little string up against my thigh. Dude, why don't you, uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to say it, <laughs> Oh my gosh. That, this show just took like a 90 degree angle. Yeah, from 6 to midnight. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's more like 180 degrees, Michael. Mike, how did you, uh, Mike's been thinking all day, I'm going to say he, Gina, on the freaking podcast. Oh, I have not. It just came to me because I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, sometimes you get a little tired and you just want to sit down. You know, like you pretend you're taking a dump, so like, so yeah. like, you're like, oh, yeah. so, you know, you spend a little extra time, you mm-hmm. know, and then you, then you mess with the toilet paper, you know, so people hear it. Yeah, I've never yeah. done, like I said, I've never done this. You sure you have a lot of details I've about never that. done this, but all I'm saying is, is a hegina would sure make that whole situation a lot less awkward. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah, I had to sit down, I, I have my hegina installed right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was up deer hunting with Shane Edwards back in high school. Uh-huh. And uh, he had this uncle, what was his name? I can't remember what his name was, but he was a hillbilly. Like, he was literally raised in a cabin. He was Shane's dad's cousin. Really? So we went up there, and we were, Shane's cousins are all a bunch of hicks. Uh-huh. And so go up there, and as soon as I came in, I guess I was dressed, uh, you know, I was dressed how I used to dress, the the one-colored polo The one-colored polo? <laughs> yeah. With the sh- that you the were pants. known for? <laughs> Dude, people I literally, tell, literally, I was, I was like, I, I've done this with people. Oh, dude, uh, so, and I'm like, yeah, me and Sam did this. Is Sam, who's Sam? <laughs> He's the dude that wears the one color polos every day. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> sure. I freaking love those shirts. I would go shopping for school clothes, and that they had to sell. Like, for 10 bucks, you could get, you know, and they had, like, 10 different colors. I'm like, these are sharp. This is two weeks of clothing for school. Freaking awesome. <laughs> Anyways, and so I showed up, and, and so this uh, this cousin, he's an old man, he comes up to me and he's like, son, do you squat when you piss? <laughs> you must have been wearing your purple. Well, and I was like, uh, I looked around, I'm like, I'm not sure, and then I was like, oh, I, he's he's asking me if I uh, if I catch. If and, I'm wearing uh, a she-gina. Yeah, oh, wait, exactly. Oh, wait, a she-gina? <laughs> what the? Wait, okay, that, that, I just blew my own mind. I, ooh. Well, no, not like, well, maybe. But uh, I've never been asked that, and so now, uh, you know, that's that's how I talk to my brothers and stuff. <laughs> well, so. well, next time, if anybody asks you that, just say, oh, when only, I, only when I have my hegina on, so there so you go. Funny. By the way. I was going to bring it up, dude. I'm in a house of all girls. I've got a dog that's a girl. I've got four daughters and my wife. And I'm, there's something about taking pride and standing up and taking a piss. That Well, uh, yeah. Like, I walk around the house, and I actually feel like king shit. Nice, dude. Yeah. I'm the only one that can do that. And you know what? I'm pretty proud of it. Well, not for long. If you call 1-800-Sheenus. 
Oh, dude, I'd like to get that in here in time for Christmas. You'll be walking around. Your wife's got a like twice the size of a dong as yours. <laughs> what the? What is, is that, going on? All I, all I can see is later on that night, Sam's crying, and he'll need a use for that uh, that butt tampon. <laughs> so terrible. Wow. All right. Hey, got a, got another uh, right. voicemail. Here we go. Hey, guys. This is Multiple Mics from the Padded Room. With Darian. Just uh, yep. wanted to touch on a couple of your questions here. First off, going back, I think, a couple episodes, you guys brought up the question of best kill scene. And I was going to go with, I believe Sam said it, in Jason X. Oh, yeah, that's a great one. The dude or the chick gets frozen and smashed. was going to go with that one, but I will change it and go with Night of the Living Dead, the final scene, shot to the head. And if you haven't seen Night of the Living Dead, sorry for ruining it, but if you haven't seen Night of the Living Dead, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. there's no excuse. one of the greatest horror classics of all time. Plus it's public domain. Anyway, hopping over to the newest question, I believe, something about worst ways to die. Um, I have kind of a sequence of events here, so I'm just going to jump into it. All right, I'm going to say... Getting cuts all over your body, okay. thrown into a vat of salt, and forced to have sex with Khloe Kardashian, Ooh. and then having somebody viciously drown you. This is cruel and unusual. Oh, that is mine. Also, my wife wanted to throw one out here. <laughs> she says that the stuff in the bottom of a porta potty, you know, where your shit goes, uh. that whole mixture can decompose a body in less than three days. What? Something oh, like that. Wow. So. That's hers getting trapped in the bottom of a porta potty. Dude. Anyway, that's about all I have to say. You fuckers have a Merry Christmas. <laughs> and yeah, later. Dude, you, you know what? You know what's uh, funny about that? Uh, now, now, listen. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with multiple mics. Who, by the way, between him and uh, Darian and. Uh, and they they have another guy on their podcast, but they keep him in like a tin box. His name's Dale, but because oh, yeah. you'd never hear him, you all you do is hear Mike and Darian, and they just stop talking for a little bit. <laughs> then you'll hear, <laughs> and they'll start laughing or something. It's like, oh, Dale must have just said something. Anyway, uh, I was like, what is? He? Oh, oh, okay. Listen, I'm not saying your wife is wrong or anything like that, but dude, there are people again, not me. Who go down in the bottom of those porta potty things for a good time? No. Oh, dude, you're kidding me! You've never heard of the people who go down there to spy on chicks leaking? No. Yes, that. Dude. That I was about to say that just happened. Shake no, and it bake. didn't. It didn't just happen. It just shaking me. No, but we. But I remember down at uh, down at Pioneer Park. I think for one of those uh, summer concert series. No that way. happened here, dude. Yes. That is terrible. And I remember getting out of that feeling so abused so when somebody like reached up and touched my sheenus. Oh wait, oh, my oh. hegina. <laughs> oh wow. that, there there goes that joke. But uh too bad it wasn't wow. a joke. I'm scarred for life. <laughs> I have to be careful with those because I mean they're not deep enough, so I have to fold it twice while I'm taking over the leak. So sick. <laughs> <laughs> you squat when you piss, boy. <laughs> oh, okay, so dude. Sick, dude. Let's see. We gotta. It's so funny because. Uh, well, anyways, I'll. I'll let, let, let's go. Let's go along with our voicemail here. Then. All right. Then there's a funny thing. All right. Trust me. 
Does anybody send faxes anymore? Yo, mama sends faxes. With email and shit? What's a fax? Anyway, this is Stace from Creepy Kitchen. Uh, I'm probably it's a free service. Minutes, but I'm calling in with my worst way to die thing. And for me, that would be falling into one of the vats of molten steel that you see in, <sighs> you know, industrial great complexes, yes. you know, yeah. places where they create shit out of steel, basically. Yeah. I have had a phobia about that for years. I mean, it predates Terminator really? 2. And then I heard a story about some guy. They don't know if he was murdered and dumped in or if he accidentally fell in. He worked at one of those steel plants. Mm. And uh, apparently all they found were, like, his half-melted keys at the bottom of the vat. And, oh, um, Sheen has survived. Dude, okay, so she got cut off there. Oh. The funny thing is, is Stacy always gets cut off. Yeah, what happened? And yet we have Jake the Snake dropping a six-minute voicemail on us. <laughs> so that's a, I mean, I'm just saying, I I don't want to I don't want to come out and say it's karma. I just oh. would start thinking about it. Okay, it's for making oh. fun of our free K7 service and our faxes. Anyways, she called back. All I think right. she just called back to yell at us. Why, guys? Why Why do you let it do that to me? <laughs> Like, we just if I had a soul, question? it would be hurt. If I had a heart, it would be pierced. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have cold revenge, and so I'm going to cuddle up with it and think about this. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh. Oh, that's great. That is. That's good stuff, dude. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, there you go. There, there's our uh, worst death. There's our worst death calls. Man, and I'll tell you what. There's There's plenty of ways that I know. Oh, that would yeah, suck, but it's hard to choose just one. I know. Oh, we got some good ones. There you go. Well, so I've got another question, and I'm going to borrow this from Gracie's Poppy. Okay. So, because <clears throat> he had a good one. I was trying to think of a good one, but but he came up with one, and so we'll go ahead and throw this out there. Okay. So, I don't watch many zombie movies. I mean, we've watched some for the episode, but I'm not like a zombie connoisseur, so I'm kind of a retard when it comes to like uh, <laughs> iconic zombies, but Gracie's Poppy wants to know and, and so we'll throw this out there you know we have bub as one of the iconic um zombies out there in the genre well can you name two more who would be two other iconic zombies from zombie movies that you would you would think of in particular you don't they don't have to be by name i mean maybe they are but maybe there's just some zombies that stick out to you and so i got this uh i got this email from him yesterday and i've actually had time to think about it and so I actually have two, and I'm pro- I'll probably get kicked in the balls okay. for my two. But my two would be Fido. Mm-hmm. Have, you, have you seen that one? Yeah. Yeah, so Fido would be one of them. And then the other That's one would bad. be the dead girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. Those are those are the two for me that, especially the dead girl. I mean, Fido was one just because he kind of had a personality. But then the dead girl, dude, that was one that freaked me out when I watched that movie. Dude, just... Oh, dude, that well, that was a freaking wicked movie. Yeah, yeah. So I would say that those two are the ones to me that stand out as zombie icons, and I'm sure there are millions of of other ones that people can come up with who know more about zombie movies than I do. But I'll just throw those out there as mine. Dude, I the first two that came to my mind. Now I don't know if these are the best two. Would be the Tar Man from Eternal Living Dead, and then. Um, mm. Um, like the uh, the Harry Krishna zombie from Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> oh my gosh! Do you know that dude is still going to horror conventions and making really? Movie? Oh yeah. Are you just, serious? Just because he's the Harry Krishna zombie, it's oh, awesome. That's so funny. Listen, no, that's good, good for him. Hey, good yeah, for him. Absolutely. 
So good, that's yeah. A good so one. so good throw one. it out there, yeah. So uh, interested to hear what other people say, and uh, you know that'll be good because if there's some good ones coming up that I haven't seen, it'll be good to get in there and check it out. Sweet. Well, okay. So we got um, take a quick break. I'm gonna play a song called "Day of the Dead." Actually, mm. how about I thought that? For sure, we were doing "Brutal Christmas," dude. Oh, dude, that's next episode, and, oh, okay. and we're gonna play. Uh, the Rumpapop. What was that? One? Little yes. Drummer Boy. Little Drummer Boy. That's we do it every year because That's it's the, the greatest song I ever heard. <laughs> I freaking love that. I put that on the other day, and he's like, "I just want to go see some Christmas lights, relax. It's been a hectic day." I'm like, "Sweet, that sounds good." So she got in the car, and I had that thing going. And so I'm like, "Well, let's just turn on the radio and see what's going on," because I had my iPod in there. And right. she turns on the radio, and it's up at like twenty. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Sure, she thought that was hilarious and oh, clever. Oh, she thought and it was funny. so funny. We'll play that next episode. All right, yeah. so let's take a quick break right. and we'll be right back. Sounds good. My lords and ladies, Lord Bloodraw here, and you of course recognize this music from the opening moments of the classic. Night of the Living Dead. These opening scenes were shot in the Evans City Cemetery in Pennsylvania. Now the chapel in the Evans City Cemetery, as seen in the movie, is scheduled to be torn down. We horror fans cannot let this happen. Gary Striner, the sound engineer for the film, is raising funds to not only save the chapel, but turn it into a Night of the Living Dead museum. And you can help. Keep an eye out in your area for charity events to raise funds to fix the chapel, or host one yourself, or to donate directly. Go to www.fixthechapel.com. We horror fans can help create a Night of the Living Dead museum in the iconic cemetery where it was filmed. But first, we have to fix the chapel. Go to www.fixthechapel.com today. Thank you, and geek out. Oh, 
he created the most frightening film ever made. Then, he took his unique vision of terror one step further. Now, George A. Romero takes us out of the night, beyond the dawn, and into the darkest day of horror the world has ever known. Day of the Dead. There have to be survivors in Washington. Oh, my. They have more sophisticated shelters than this one. There have to be people in those shelters who know about us, who know where we are. With no radio contact, they'll come looking for us. I said shut up! They can be tricked into being good little girls and boys. The same way we were tricked into it. Promise of some reward to come. What the fuck is wrong with you people? They're dead! They're fucking dead, and you want to teach them tricks? They have to be rewarded, Captain. Why else will they do what we want them to do? I don't want them to do anything but drop George A. Romero's Day of the Dead, the most eagerly awaited day in horror film history. All right, so we're back. Uh, Going to be talking about Day of the Dead from 1985. IMDb gave it a... 7.9. What the crap? 7.0. Oh, okay. Obviously, we all know that this is a part of George Romero's iconic um, zombie original. I don't, I don't know if this is a zombie trilogy or what, but this is part three in his Of the Dead trilogy, mm-hmm. where he uh, or, or series where he actually wrote and directed it. Um, you know, what's funny is uh, he's he's only directed eighteen total films according mm-hmm. to IMDb, mm-hmm. and most of them are. Uh, Horror movies or like fantasy, like he did. He he directed a movie called Night Riders, where there was I think it was Michael Bean. Oh, oh really? no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't Michael Bean. It was the guy. It was the guy in The Rock. I can't remember. He was also in Creep Show. I can't remember his name. But wow. um, uh, where he's a motorcycle riding like Camelot Knights or something. Wow. <laughs> he did that one, and then he did a documentary called O.J. Simpson: The Juice Is Loose. Oh, really? But other than that, you know, I mean, uh, and I guess Season of the Witch wasn't really a horror movie. That was just uh-huh. about disgruntled women. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, okay, so, he, you know, Night of the Living Dead, obviously, Martin. You've seen Martin, right? I have. I like that one. He's uh, in that, right? Yeah, he's he plays the uh, priest or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Dawn of the Dead, Creep Show, Day of the Dead, Monkey Shines, Part. He did, he did part of uh, Two Evil Eyes, The Dark Half. Have you ever seen a movie called Bruiser? No. That's uh, okay. Land of the Dead, Diary of the Dead, and Survival of the Dead. Now, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I just listed them all, but most of them are horror movies, you know, and a lot of them are his uh, zombie flicks. So good for him, I guess. Um, just so you know, people, and and I wanted to bring this up now so I don't forget. There are remakes, or not really remakes, but there are movies that have come out. It has the same name, Day of the Dead, uh, Day of the Dead Contagion. And there's actually a remake, Day of the Dead, with uh, Ving Rhames, not to be confused with the remake of Dawn of the Dead, starring Ving Rhames. I think uh, that's the one I saw. 
Well, Day of the Dead remake sucks the ass. It's, it's yeah. just just like Contagion. They both are yeah. terrible. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, anyway, uh, budget of this was three point five million. The biggest budget that they've had uh, so far at this point in the in the films. However. Still, not nearly as much as he wanted it to be. Uh, I read that basically this was going to be... He had huge ambitions for this movie. But because of budget shortfalls, he had to change everything around. Um, You know, know, obviously not... His vision wasn't realized. But it still made 34 million bucks. Yeah. Um, Most of it came from VHS and DVD, like home video stuff. Um, And and actually most of it, like 28 of the 34 million was from foreign sales. Oh, really? So, so how about that? Huh. And I wonder why that is, because I know a Dawn of the Dead, what's his name, uh, Argento did his own cut of it. Yeah. And actually, a lot of people think that that's the superior cut of uh, Dawn of the Dead. But I, I've seen it, and it's, you know, it's, I don't know. It's okay. I, mean, I really like Dawn of the Dead. Well, and Dawn of the Dead also had Goblin doing its uh, soundtrack mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I remember correctly, but you know, I mean, I I love Dawn of the Dead. Don't get me wrong, yeah. I love it. But I I don't. Re- I wonder if that had to do had something to do with the, the reason why this was so foreign centric. I mean, most of the money was made that way. Anyway, hmm. whatever. I have no idea. It would only be speculation. Yeah. Anyway, this starred Laurie Cardill as Doctor Sarah Bowman, uh, Terry Alexander as John, Joseph Pilato as Captain Rhodes. Yeah. Um, Captain Rhodes is the freaking man. Uh, Jarleth Conroy is William, or sorry, Bill McDermott. Uh, Anthony DeLeo Jr. played Private Mike Miguel Salazar. Richard Liberty as Dr. Frankenstein Logan. Uh, Sherman Howard as Bubba. Gary Howard Clark as Private Steele. Ralph Marrero as Private Rickles. John Amplis as Dr. Ted Fisher. Did you recognize Dr. Ted Fisher? No. He was the guy in Martin. He was a kid. Okay, he was Martin in that. Well, he played Martin in in this one. He was kind of the the uh, Doctor Fisher. The yeah, kind of, you know. I mean, he had lines, but he wasn't really that big of a part. Yeah, of no, it. I, I remember, and I remember thinking that he looked familiar. Yeah, but I didn't recognize. I didn't know who it was. So he was Martin, huh? Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. And you know, actually, Greg Nicotero, uh, the great, awesome effects guru, uh, actually had a little part in this. Uh, his name is Private Johnson. Huh. Anyhow, so I guess picking this kind of picks up where the Dawn of the Dead left off, even though we really don't know how much time has elapsed or what's been going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, this came out, what, like uh, seven years? What, what did Dawn of the Dead come out in 78, I believe? Mm-hmm. Something like that. I don't, yeah, 68, 78, 85. Anyway, so who, know, who knows how much how, how much time in this universe has passed, but uh, um, basically we open up, there's a group of people in a helicopter, um, they're flying around, and of course nobody is to be, is, the, the, the world is dead. They're flying over, looking down over things, and uh, the whole world, there's there's nothing going on except for there's one guy parking a car. Did you catch that? Yeah. <laughs> That's anyway, awesome. Dude. Oops! But uh, <laughs> basically, Dr. Sarah Bowman, John, and Bill are all flying around looking for survivors. They're, you know, they're, they're on the, the, the radio going up and down the Florida coast. Obviously, um, they, you know, they're freaking out. They've uh, whatever. They anyways. They they are, they're unsuccessful finding anybody. They fly home, uh, and it turns out that their home is an underground military base, yeah. um, where they do all sorts of weird medical research, and, and it's also used for document storage. Well, it's um, also used for RV storage. 
Well, it's yeah, it's it's kind of like it's a it, it's almost like an end of the world bunker type deal. Because they, yeah. they just seem to have tons of supplies and stuff like that. You know, it's funny. For anybody who's seen this, um, this is actually a real place. And I, I have it in my notes really? somewhere. But, yeah, this wasn't, like a, this wasn't like a studio or anything like that. Let's see. I mean, uh, let's see. I have it right here. Hold on. I'll cut this out. Oh, here it is. The underground facility was not on a soundstage. It was shot in Wampum Mine. Uh, it's basically near Pittsburgh. Um, and they basically used it for underground storage and stuff. So I mean that's huh. I mean that's unbelievable that they that they um, they filmed in that because I'll tell you what, that's one of the creepiest locations for a movie ever in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Because basically, okay, so well, you have well, okay. First of all, you have three different factions of people. You have the military guys led by Captain Rhodes, and then he has a bunch of his lackeys. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a science team, Doctor Sarah Bowman. Uh, Dr. Fisher and Dr. Frankenstein, uh, or Dr. Logan. And then we had the pilots, which were just two guys, John and Bill. And uh, apparently they're just working on some kind of military operation. The scientists are trying to figure out some kind of a cure or something that they can use against the zombies. They're trying to figure out why it's going on, what they can do to either stop it or, or whatever. Well, that's what they think is going on. That's what the military guys are thinking what's going on, right? Well, it's, well the thing is, is there, there's actually more than that going on, but it depends on who you ask. Because Sarah Bowman was trying to figure out you know, what they can do to cure it while Dr. Frankenstein... Is tr- is trying to figure out a way to train them, like, like, like to be subservient or something like that. Mm, so I mean, so even even within the ranks of the science team, you know, you have, you know, a little bit uh, different, I guess, goals or whatnot. Um, right. And the military is just there to facilitate their needs, protection, uh, getting them specimens, which basically means rounding up a few zombies to bring them in. And they actually have a pretty cool way of doing that. They have kind of like a, a mouse trap type thing in one of the caves. It, yeah. well, how would you describe it? I mean, it's just kind of like a wood. Yeah, it, yeah, it's like a. It is like a. It's like a cattle herding thing or something. Exactly. It, it kind of reminds me of like a, like like a big fence, like an old Camelot fence, except for it's made of wood. Kind yeah, of, and, and it's yeah. smaller. Yeah, you know, and they, yeah. and you're right. They do kind of. They kinda, just kind of have like a little area that you can, a little staging area where you can kind of funnel the zombies into, and and only have one in there at a time. Like you get ready to buck and bronco. Exactly, and you have to ride them for eight seconds. Yep. And hope Without your penis doesn't you. fall off. What? That's right. Okay. Or else then you have to walk around with the sheenas. Sick. And, and it, <laughs> the sheenas actually makes you look like more of a man. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Rhodes, like I said, is a military leader after the recent death of the former man in charge. You know, and in the beginning, he, uh, how would you describe? He's kind of a terse guy, kind of, kind of a no nonsense. You know, maybe, maybe even kind of a dick. Um, well, he is. You know, it's interesting because you catch this story in the middle of something that's going on. Right. And so these guys have already been down there. They're they're sick of being down there. They're sick of being in the situation that they're in. And so they just had one of you know Cooper, I think is what his name was, just, right. just died. And so now this guy's in charge, and he's just sick of the shit. I mean, well, dude, sick do of... you blame him? No, and that's the thing is like I I didn't think this guy was a complete a hole. I thought that the girl was more of a you know a, a problem causer than than anything. That's because you're a misogynist, but that's cool. no, no, it is not because I'm misogynist. I am a you're I don't a, know what the opposite of that is. You're a women's lib. 
That's sympathizer. right. I, I am I am the biggest feminazi ever. <laughs> Anyways. Well, but, well uh, just but, think but the guy, about it, though. But, but the guy, I mean, yeah, they've been down there for a long time. She's banging Miguel, which who, out of every guy down there, why would you pick that? You know what? It's it's not about being gross and sweaty and hairy. It's about what's inside that counts. Well, oh, that wait. Guy, he was a big pussy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He, in fact, that's exactly what my kick to the balls was, was him <laughs> being a big giant because he just could not get himself together. He was losing it. And and so that's who she was down there tapping. And you never see it, but that's everybody's talking about it, and she's in the same room with them, and they break up, and oh, what a disaster. Well, but, dude, uh, okay, so but, but think about this. I mean, I mean, let's be fair. Here they are in these dark, dank caverns, okay, in, in there, and they're these just dug out, you know, dark, you know, it, it's just awful, an awful place to be. And if you're not out in the caves, you're in this, like, government facility that's just, like, a really kind of dirty, you know, at one point it was, it was like, hospital clean, like, the, the, the whites everywhere. Mm-hmm. There was no personality to it. And then, and then you'd never see, you rarely see the, you know, uh, we, well, I mean, they go up and down every once in a while and, you know, probably once a day. But the thing is, is they're down there in this just terrible, like, giant tomb. I think one guy even mentions that he calls it a giant tomb. Yeah. And it's just such a depressing, bleak place. You know, and then on top of that, you have everything else going on uh, that's driving you crazy. You have the zombies. You have these three factions kind of at each other's throats. You know, and it's it's just tough situation. And listen, I'm not like I'm not like say like saying, oh, you should be nice to Miguel. All I'm saying is is that that's a freaking suck ass position to find yourself in. Well, it is, but he was just I mean, out of all. No, like I said, I'm not. I'm not. Everyone else seemed to. to uh to be handling okay yeah well anyway you know as as far as the rest of the movie is concerned basically you know we we find we we go throughout we we there's a bunch of human drama there's these clashes between the the factions like i mentioned um you know and then we even you know like we said we start finding out uh, dr frankenstein's true intentions he's it's funny because he's kind of the elder statesman there uh i've worked with guys exactly like him like, like, dude, but the thing is, is these guys were like, I mean, you know, I, I mean, especially in the beginning when I started uh, working in, in the industry I am in now, I mean, I, I was probably like, uh, I don't know, 20, 23 or something, 23 or 24 and uh, not quite, maybe 25. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, th- but these guys, these older guys were really, just, I mean, cause he was kind of not, not necessarily flamboyant, but he was, he was just very talkative and, you know, he yeah. explained the way he spoke. It's funny cause I have worked with those guys. So I, I like love Doctor Frankenstein. That's so funny. But we find out that he's starting to take these experiments. Not only, maybe you know, maybe it's it's just not gonna. He you know he's trying to train these guys, and that's where Bub comes in. Bub's the, his star pupil. He's trying to train mm-hmm. to, you know, to prove his theory that these zombies can be trained and can actually work for us instead of you know just you know instead of just basically wanting to eat the brains. Now, I don't know if he was trying to break them of the habit of, of eating uh, people. I, I doubt he was because, you know, for a reward, he'd feed them flesh. Right. But right. at least, you know, to get them to quell their their um, instincts to do so, mm-hmm. at least with live, whatever. But we find out that he's starting to crack, man. 
And yeah. we find out that, that, you know, he's starting to go a little bit crazy and, you know, people start to get to worry about him. And of course, uh, Rhodes and his people start freaking out about it. And, you know, it's just a, it, the shit hits the fan. You know, we all, we've all seen it, right? I mean, what is there, any, what, what, what did I miss? I, I don't think that that, I don't think you've missed anything. I mean, I think you've set the stage well with what it looks like down there and the people that are there. Um, you know, there's just kind of a weird dynamic. You've got the two pilots that are just kind of, you know, doing yeah, they're not really thing. part they, of they it. Don't, they don't want to get involved. Right. Um, you know, they, they, they even say the Jamaican guy says that he wants to, to just go off on a beach somewhere. That's what he would want to do. But he, he keeps trying to convince uh, Sarah. It's Sarah, right? Mm, uh, let's see. Going up, it is Sarah Bowman, yes. Okay, so she he's convincing Sarah, Sarah. Sorry. To, to, to give it up. <laughs> And to, uh, you know, let's just go get out of here. Let's go find a beat somewhere. And, and he's, he's really testing her by, by saying, well, what are you doing this for? I mean, what, right. why, what's going to happen if, you know, if you guys find some stuff out, how's that going to change your life? You know, go live the rest of your life. So you know, you've got these, you've got these different, uh, competing factions and they're just kind of putting up with each other. So that's all that I'd probably add to that. Well, you know, so this movie, in my opinion, is different from the previous two in a couple ways. Now, Night of the Living Dead was 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 very bleak, in my opinion, and, mm-hmm. and you know it actually ends up being you know really um, you know depressing. However, I think this movie takes in takes that and amps up amps it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, because this was bleak, there was it was depressing, man, and there was no humor, even in Dawn of the Dead. There yeah. was there was some humor, you know, when they would run around and and have have their fun inside the mall right. and right, right. you know all this stuff. But this they there had there was nothing. There was nothing like that. And yep. then and then when you add on top of that, like I said, the the no personality hospital wing, and then the big dark uh, caves where you can hear zombie groaning, which mm-hmm. was awful. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, oh, it, you know it would be hard to for morale to be high. Oh, However. Absolutely. In this movie, this was probably the best zombie effects and in, in makeup effects to this point in the series. Definitely in the series, and probably the whole series. You mm-hmm. know, I meant the best up to this point, but but in my opinion, I think they were probably the best in the whole series. Oh, they were awesome! You know, oh, we had Savini with Nicotero. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and you remember in Dawn of the Dead, how we had the blue faced guys, and we you know we had that really yeah. weird. Uh, why, uh, really bright red blood and stuff like uh-huh, that. You know, uh-huh. we got some flesh and you know gore, obviously. But man, these guys were meaty. They were gangrenous, yeah. pussy. Yeah. Oh man! It, well, the it, first it, one you see is like this guy that half his jaws hanging off, and you can tell it's a and his a tongue's hanging out. Yeah, you can tell it's kind of robotic, but it's still fantastic. Really set the tone with that you kind know, of stuff, and and it, it did not disappoint throughout the rest. I mean, you know, even in the laboratory with the experiments he's doing, he's got. You know, brains on brain stems that are hanging out into bodies, and I don't know. It, it was it definitely didn't disappoint. Oh yeah, and he yeah, you're right. The one where he had hooked up to like electricity and stuff like that, and he would uh-huh. push a button and his arm would go up and stuff like that. That was some pretty pretty disturbing stuff. Yeah. If I wasn't oh, already yeah. so desensitized. Oh yeah. But you know what the you know what my my favorite kill was. Which one? Was okay. So at the end, uh, you know, spoiler, I guess, but I'm sure everybody. Are you gonna talk about Rhodes? No, well, Rhodes is awesome. No, but, that's my favorite one. But, but this is—I'll the, tell you my favorite one. There's one soldier who's who gets taken. He falls over. I can't remember exactly. He gets it, but he gets his—he's he, getting his head ripped off. 
He's screaming. Oh, yeah. And then his head is getting ripped off and pulled. His vocal cords are tightening. That's And they right. just make this awful sound, dude. And yeah, then they snap. High pitch. Yeah, oh, yeah. It goes high pitch, and then it snaps. Yeah, that was fantastic. Oh, it was so I mean, I haven't seen that. Gross. I haven't seen that on anything else. No, that it was, was so good. <laughs> well, and the thing is, is and there was a. Uh, it's funny because the, my my only criticism of this movie, uh, besides the fact that it wasn't a fun romp, and is that really a criticism? No, that's just the tone of the movie. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I mean, I think people know that I love the you know the the movies that get funny and cheesy and whatever. But this one just wasn't that. But it was. I don't. It wasn't meant to be. But the thing is, there were a ton, especially you know, of kills. My only problem was is that maybe they were a little spread out. Yeah. Because there was a ton of, you know, of human drama going yes. on. And, yeah, there and, was. and it's not that they were – it's like they were bad characters in my opinion. I mean they were fine and, and there were a lot of uh, – um, you know, people who I was really interested in. It's funny though, because a couple of Rhodes lackeys, like Steel, especially, mm-hmm. he's this big, burly dude. He he always talked as if he was making like one of those promo videos for the WWF. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know how they used well, to like make those two minute things. Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> and then he'd it, always it, laugh at himself. Oh, and and then you have his little lackey. <laughs> she yeah. got a real back. You know, that's right. That's like, right. What the heck? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, in but but it, it's funny because this goes out on such a high note, though. Mm-hmm. And that final part is just so mind blowing that it's like <laughs> you forget about that problem. And it's not like this movie's really long. I mean, it's an hour forty or something. Yeah, yeah. So it's not as if it's you know you're suffering through three hours of of human drama. It's it's not like I'm watching you know uh, the first part of the second season of The Walking Dead. Oh snap! Yeah. Yeah. No, but I think that the part of it is there's some pretty high emotion throughout the whole thing. There's Absolutely. someone yelling at somebody all the time. So the tension's kind of up. Or somebody breaking down. Yeah. Or somebody, yeah, defend. Oh, yeah, that's, it, you know. So I think, think that that kind of carries it a little bit. And then, and then you know, the violence interspersed and a couple of visits to the laboratory where you're seeing some stuff going on, rounding up the zombies, people, you know. that There's definitely stuff in there. It's not as high speed is is a lot of the other ones especially ones that we're up to these days with like uh you know 30 days of night and right. uh, and 28 days later that kind of stuff but i mean it's uh you know it, it's definitely it was really good oh, okay so let me ask you something hmm? you know romero likes to put in societal messages you know uh-huh. like dawn of the dead was mindless consumerism mm-hmm. um you, you know in you know, it's funny because actually now that I think of it, there was one scene even in this movie where all this money outside the bank was blown around and, of course, oh, yeah, it was meaningless. And they had that same type of deal in Dawn of the Dead. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, what do you think uh, What do you think the, the, the societal message for this one was? Did it say anything to you or was it just or – what, or what do you think? You know, if I had to put something on it, it would be kind of what we alluded to earlier in that yeah. – you know, you can waste your time trying to change people, or oh, yeah. you can go. You can go freaking live your life, Dude. because are, are people really going to go change? I, I, you know, you can try all you want to change them, but really, you just have to go worry about yourself. So basically, don't get on internet fights. Yeah, <laughs> because you're not changing. Anybody. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what I think this was about. All right. You know, in the very beginning of this movie, you saw an alligator at the entrance of a bank. Oh yeah, yeah. This was that supposed to be some lame attempt at likening bankers to predators like gators? 
Like some OWS oh. bullshit? Well, I don't know, dude. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> That would have been really ahead of its time. If I that know. Was the case. I'm just season. I actually, I actually think though. You know, in here, here's my take on it. And, and uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if or what Romero really had to say. You know, what he really intended to say. But mm-hmm. the thing is, is it's it's funny because I, I just I assume that there's something because it's Romero. I yeah. just my big thing is is here's the three different facets and they're not communicating with each other they're not being patient with each other and look what happens yeah so can't we all just get along guys <laughs> little Rodney King exactly well one thing seriously though let me ask you something yeah why are why do you think there's so many movies where military guys are just like psychos I think that do you, you ever have... get like tired of that I, I do but I, I kind of see where this comes from you have a part of society and I, I tend to think that it's a lot of the artistic people that are in society so guys that are you know actors directors mm-hmm. I, I think that they are nonconformists and I think that they look at those types of things as limiting as the their man. thoughts as the, the man but they, they limit their creativity and so, so I think really, they're psychos so I think that they look at them as just idiotic they're just there to to not think outside the box, kind of robotic zombie themselves, mm-hmm. but that just that they're pricks, man. I mean, I really think that that's kind of, you know, I think there's a lot of people out there that, that may be frustrated in their lives because they don't feel like they're in control. Uh-huh. And that's another area of society that, that probably looks at, at that type of thing of people telling them uh, what to do as, as uh, you know, that they hate that. So I don't know. I, I, and I think you're right, and I think that's probably why there's – well, and, and maybe this is just my perception that it seems to me like when military is portrayed in the movies that I watch, mm-hmm. it's 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 always like in a, in a poor light. No, you it know? is. You know, and and so, it, I, I kind of get tired of it. Well, I do because I, I, here's, here's how I, I divide it up in two camps. There's, there's two different types of people. Are you talking about two concentration camps? No, my gosh. Oh, okay. No, no, no. There, there are two types of people. There's the people that are really pissed off when they go to the airport that that were that they have to be searched and and that we take the extra time for security. Mm-hmm. And then there's the people that under that they're like, thank you for doing this, and I appreciate you. No, you I don't know, know can, if anybody's thanking the stupid you, asses. I am. TSA. Are, you, are you freaking kidding me? They yeah, can strip, no, I'm they not. can strip search me. They can freaking cavity search me. No way. As long as I know that that I'm getting on that plane safely, I understand what they're doing. When people check my that's ID, open up a, that's opening up a whole date. A whole, uh, sorry, a whole nother uh, debate about about whether or not that does any good. Number one, number two. Well, no, I know whether just, or not that you know it's. it's so let uh, me. Okay, so let's back off that. There's people that get pissed off when when people ask them for their ID uh-huh. when when you use your debit card, and there's people that are like, "Well, it's fine. You know, I understand why you're doing that, and I have no." Oh, and that, you know, that's that's a much better and probably okay. a little less. Less, uh, <laughs> a little less thunder, a little yeah. less lightning rod. All I'm, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, is that I don't know what I'm saying. Well, no, I think <laughs> I, I think I get what I think I get what you're saying. The thing is, is in a lo- maybe some of the creative people are the ones who see these these military guys. Is is you're basically saying everybody who makes movies are hippies. Um, I'm not saying everybody, but I'm saying there's a lot of them that probably are. And there's nothing wrong with that. Well, I mean, and, and just... you also have to realize, too, and I bring this up, and that's only my perception, because I don't watch a lot of military movies, you know. Mm-hmm. The only the only movie with military I really walk, watch are, you know, where kind of the military is not the, not the main focus. 
Except, right. for, except for shaving private, Ryan's privates. Oh, my gosh. It, that was, uh, the military was up front, and, and, you know, it was hot. Wow. But, uh, yeah, buddy. No, but, hey, listen, listen, I, I, let me just be clear. I'm not putting those people down at all, because without them, we wouldn't have awesome movies like we did. Sure. Because there's people that, that literally have to think outside the box, and they, they really push the envelope, and, and so then we get some pretty freaking good entertainment and, uh, you know, some other things that, that push uh, the, the normal thoughts of society. So there's nothing wrong with that. I just, uh, you know, throwing it out there, I kind of think that's uh, that's where that comes from. Oh, good. I, I, I agree, and that would be, that'd be an interesting subject to discuss, I think, outside mm-hmm. this where... Because I don't want political calls and people. Yeah, no political ass. calls. That's not what we're looking for. That's not what we're doing. Um, okay, so I did take some notes. Oh, I did like see some notes from uh, from my my perusal of the internet about this mm-hmm. movie. That you know those uh, uh, Pilato's uh, death is awesome. Yeah. It's iconic. Oh, so good. We love it. Well, what's funny is the first time I watched that, I did not know what he said at the end. Oh, the joke on Choke them. On it. Choke on it. Did you know he uh, totally ad-libbed that, by the way? You, I think you told me that from the first time when I watched it. Well, did you know that those were all real pig intestines? No. Gross. Because you saw all those people eating that shit and whatever. Yeah. But, however, during the filming, um, one of the, uh, like a, I guess a guy, like one of the cleaning guys was going around cleaning everything up. He unplugged the refrigerator with all his intestines <gasps> in it. No. And the entrails started to spoil and made most of those guys sick. Oh, my gosh. You know what's worse about that? Most of the extras, well, all of the extras in this were, you know, were, you know, from the area. You know, this was, a lot of this was filmed. And I guess I think the two main areas that this was uh, filmed was in Florida and in Pennsylvania. So I uh-huh. guess around Pittsburgh. I don't know exactly how far away from Pittsburgh. But they, they got these guys in and they gave a... To be an extra on this, they gave them a hat that said, "I was a I was a, uh, a zombie in Day of the Dead." Mm-hmm. Gave them like some kind of a fake newspaper saying the dead will walk or something like that. And oh, that, that a, was in the movie. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So and then they gave them a dollar. So just what? think about it. You're in there coming for a dollar a hat and that. Obviously, you get to be in a kick-ass movie, but yeah. you practically die because you're chewing on pig intestines that oh have gosh. gone bad. That Just is so, terrible. Even if they were fresh, that would stink. Well, yeah. That would be terrible, and they were shoving that shit in their mouths, and it was gross. Wow, that is gross, dude. I didn't know oh, that. that yeah, I always wonder how they get that stuff, and I, I figure it's got to be animal guts. You know, it's so funny because I always my my uh, father in law runs a meat packing company, and mm-hmm. he he's always telling me, yeah, you know, if you you know if you want to make a movie with zombie guts, I got them. <laughs> oh, dude, we should freaking do that. I know. Oh man, <laughs> he's and he has like all sorts of pigs' heads and stuff like that, and just oh, all we sorts of weird. Creepy. Crap. We could do some. We ought to just let us. He ought to let us film in there, and I bet we could do some fantastic stuff. My problem is, is every time I walk in there, I just want to start boxing all the meat so I can oh, come kick like a Russian's ass eventually. Oh, dude, I cannot. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> How awesome that would be! Well, there you go, man. <laughs> You're breaking its ribs, Rock. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's so i don't know there you go i mean that's that's i guess it in a nutshell i yeah the thing is is it, this one let me let me before we get into what we mm-hmm. what we learned and all that fun stuff let yeah. me ask you something this is all this movie's always kind of been 
a back and forth thing for me. Yeah. This one is I I mean don't get me wrong I I love this movie in fact I I don't it's hard to say whether it's my favorite out of the original 3 mm-hmm. but I think hands down it's the best uh makeup effects all that stuff. Um mm-hmm. but it's just so depressing. It's hard, it, yeah. it's hard for me to sit down and watch and enjoy a lot of the time, you know. Well, I so, didn't get much of the funny stuff that we usually do on this. Well, it's it's just not funny. It's not, and that's part of the reason. I kept thinking, what is the, why, you know, usually you can kind of get some stuff out of here, uh-huh. but, like, it, it literally was because I think everybody was so angry and their emotions were running so high. Right. Like, there just wasn't a lot that I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, you could do normal dick jokes because there's, you know, those are all over the place. In fact, that's We are one. way too classy for those. But, uh, yeah, so we're We use Sheenus jokes. No, but uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, you're exactly right. I think it was pretty depressing. I, and, and the thing is, is I think if I were to sit down, I to be honest with you, I mean, I, it's not that I don't like Night of the Living Dead either, but if I were to sit down with any one of George Romero's movies, if I had to choose one, it'd be Dawn of the Dead, I think. Yeah. Yep. But this one's still good, you know? No, I agree. Anyway. So what, I, I learned, you I learned, learned a yeah. couple of things. Uh, okay. Um, I learned how to get a woman to sit down and shut up. Uh, have your friend shoot her? Yeah, threaten that. <laughs> threaten them with a gun. Sweet. Um, Jamaicans are kind of hard to understand. It took me about half the movie to figure out what the fuzz that guy was saying. Oh, you look up and they bite you in the ass. That was the yeah. worst Haitian or Jamaican uh, accent ever. Oh, yeah. And then the last one is Rhodes needs to find a dead girl. He kept talking about Miguel tapping that chick. And I, I know. He just needs to go find a zombie. Go well, find dude, a dead girl, man. So that's dude, what I learned. You realize that that Rhodes was making Steel squeal like a piggy. You know that was going on. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh dude. Um I learned a few things myself actually. All right. Um but even though Jamaica's not Haiti, I tend to give a Jamaican dude a little more respect when he talks about zombies with that accent. Because I kind of think the whole it's most of the island thing, you know, the whole Haitian oh. zombie deal. Because yeah. when he was talking about it, I'm like, man, this guy probably knows his shit, too. Oh, that's so funny. I learned, I have a list of things that would make me go crazy. Uh, constant groaning of zombies. Yeah. Uh, living underground with no sun and no fresh air. Being with people who are always at their throat, each other's throats. Being constant in constant danger of a zombie attack. And people that I know die from time to time. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Your stress level would be... Out, out off the charts, and, all that and going on. that's the that's the main thing with living in that shit. I mean, I'm surprised. I mean, I'm, I guess I don't know how long they were there, but I'm I, I, I'm surprised it didn't implode sooner. You know, I guess I oh, don't yeah. know. I just it's just like that is just such a bad situation to find yourself in. Well, there is no timeline, right? So I mean, we don't know how long before. Oh, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All I know is, is uh, I I'd almost want to like, I'd almost you know what I would do. I'd, I'd get those guys to drive around in the helicopter and hang from those, hang from the bottom. Yeah. Just so I could be a stunt. I'd, I'd practice my stunt, man. That, that was like the only thing. I was like, what would I do for fun down here? And that's the only thing I could come up with. That's so funny. <laughs> Besides. Yeah, I mean, they, they should, I was surprised we didn't get more helicopter stuff. Hey, we didn't, we didn't really talk about the very, very end. Like the absolute end when they finally may or may not have gotten out uh yeah like freely and ended up on an island yeah that may or may not have happened yeah what do you what do you think (laughs) uh what do you mean as as an ending well what do you think happened what do you think it was supposed to be Uh, oh because i don't know 
Why? Why? I mean, it didn't end up on a on an island. They did. No, they did, but it was. Didn't you see what happened right there at the end? How about you refresh my memory? So she's going out to the helicopter. They're racing. The zombies are coming. She's going out. She opens up the door of the helicopter, and the zombies freaking grab her head. And then all of a sudden, she wakes up. Like as soon as the hands come out. Well, I figured that was another dream because this whole movie opens up like a dream with all those hands coming out of the wall. Yeah, see, I took it almost like that she had died and now she's in paradise. Ooh, no, I figure she's uh, she's on the uh, this island destined to be double teamed by a Jamaican and some uh, Italian guy. By Jesus, Mary and Joseph. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, that no, but I thought that was interesting at that very end there. I thought we forgot. I, I forgot to mention that. But anyway. I also learned one thing that if you feel yourself slowly going mad, resist the urge to record yourself onto tape. Yeah. Then I actually thought about that, that I'm like, well, there goes the podcast, but whatever. <laughs> Little does everybody know that you are one voice. It's just Mike <laughs> and two voices. Oh, yes, and I edit it perfectly, so I'm yeah. speaking to myself. How does he throw the voice like a, like a Muppet? That's exactly. Amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> actually, I'm Frank Oz, and... Uh, <laughs> And I'm, so actually, awesome. I'm actually Jim Henson. I never died, and I and I do this. Awesome, that is so good. <laughs> um, all right, so the only thing that I got is a who else said that was let go of the pole, and that was <laughs> that was me to my angry wife. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds that's like, it, dude. That's all. I'd I got be like, that. I'd be like, squeeze harder, angry whoa, wife. Whoa. All right, so you know how everyone's all come up with one of those that you have to kind of work with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is one of those. <laughs> So bear with me. This is probably going to flop. Biggest piece of meat in the cave. Uh, That was actually Satan talking about a schlong in the cavernous realm of hell. Which, by the way, him having the biggest piece of meat in the cave is the second greatest deception the devil ever pulled. The first being convincing man that he doesn't exist. I really went went down for that one. You see, now that you've said that one... I went all Kaiser Soze on people's asses. I, I would have said uh, Fred Flintstone to Barney Rubble. <laughs> the biggest piece of... Hey, boo-boo. I don't know why I went to uh, the bear. <laughs> it's, all the, it's all the same. It's all that same damn voices. Canadian Hanna-Barbera. It's those Hanna-Barbera bastards. <laughs> uh, who else said that? I am not so sure we need you at all. That was a sp- that was a spokesman for the anal intruder in reference to all women everywhere. Oh, my... An anal intruder reference. Dude, I love it. Dude, do you remember where that's from? The anal intruder? Yeah. Isn't that... Uh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. That's that's not from... Um, <laughs> shit. Top I, secret. That's... Oh, you know what? I was trying to think of uh, uh, Naked Gun. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah well, same secret, type right? of deal. Yeah. I, and uh, this in my final one. Look, woman, I'm short on manpower. That was uh, Sam to any woman he shows this along to for the first time. Oh, I was Shut I've got, up! I've got to try and uh, I've got to one up you on that. Stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna get myself a sheenus and never have to worry about That's that again. Exactly right. I am seriously shopping for African American sheenuses because <laughs> that would be the greatest. I'm telling you, that'd be the greatest office trick ever. There's a link on uh, in the Facebook page. And by the way, face. How come people don't go to the Facebook page? But lots of people do. We haven't pinned the Facebook page in a while. Go to cadaverlab.com. Click on the Facebook page because yes. if you go there, you can see a link to. By the way, Laura, uh, she Lauren uh, linked to a site that's like all feminist or something. Oh. And I found myself reading all sorts of um, 
of articles on there. It's really? Very, it's it's called Jezebel.com or some crap. I don't oh, know. And I, wow. spe- I spent at least a good half hour on there reading about uh, um, how Britney Spears uh, says L's by putting her tongue and touching her top lip. And it's probably unnatural. Anyway. Whoa. Uh, yeah. It was hot to watch those over and over. Anyway. Um, uh, that's it, I guess. I can't remember where I was going. In fact, I totally got derailed. Go to the Facebook page. Oh, oh no, no. I was going to say, then you, on that site, you can see the sheenness in action. You can actually see females urinating with it. Whoa. Yeah. I watched it. That's pretty interesting. I don't, I don't know how hot it was because I was like weird and probably not very clean anyway. Yeah. Nasty. Uh, So kick to the balls. I got Nigel or Miguel. It was Miguel. Nigel. Good yeah. morning, my name is Nigel. Well, my pen went out when I did that last part of the M, so it says Nigel, but it's actually <laughs> Miguel for being a huge plus. I got uh, Steel for always acting like he's making a WWF wrestling promo as the heel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> does anybody really act like that? No. That guy does, and then yeah. his little minion. Exactly. Oh, so obnoxious. <laughs> um, and then my six degrees was Joseph Pilato was in Pulp Fiction with Samuel L. Jackson. Who is what? in uh, Revenge of the Sith with Hayden Christensen? Who is in Virgin Suicides with Kirsten Dunst? Who is in Spider Man with Bruce Campbell? Sweet, yeah, man, nice, dude, perfect. So, what'd you think? What do you give this? I give this a buy. I give it a buy too. Yeah. The only reason I don't give it a bone saw, well, it's it's just I like the bone saw the mo- are the movies that I stand up and I'm like, yeah, and maybe I put maybe I I, I you know pump my chest, you know, I mean hit my yeah. You know, like a gorilla hitting the chest or whatever. Now, you know, and this just wasn't it, only because it was so such a downer. Right. And well, but, well, it's a me, great movie, though. I, I really like this movie. For me, I go talk about bone saws with people at work that don't watch horror movies. Uh-huh. Where if it's not a bone saw, then, I mean, it's just kind of one of those where, you know, people ask me, oh, what you watch for the podcast this week? Mm-hmm. Um, then I'll tell them, tell them what I watch. But, yeah, I think there's a, you know. There's a big difference. I don't see. I would probably give, and I don't remember if we did Dawn of the Dead, but Dawn of the Dead would would almost get a bone saw for me. Yeah, yeah. I really, I really like that one. But. Agreed. You know, I wonder, I, I wonder if there's because, like I said, the DVD I have is probably a good ten years plus old. Uh-huh. I wonder if there's been another kind of release with a bunch of extras on it because, like I said, there was like, I mean, there was a making of. Or behind the scenes, it was maybe twenty minutes long, and then there was like a trailer and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, you know, one thing that we didn't even talk about was the soundtrack. Oh, D- didn't you kind of every once in a while get the Escape from New York vibe, the synth yeah. type stuff? Yeah, it was. Yep, I kept thinking of that synthesizer type thing, and I was like, man. I mean, I, I knew there wish was, it was a, a time goblin. in the eighties. I do too, because I know there was a like time that. in the eighties where they they did that kind of thing, but. Man, it would have been so much better if they would have had, yeah, exactly, something like the Goblins. Well, every once in a while I thought, man, this would have been a perfect tune on Moonlighting or something. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. No, again, that's, I mean, that doesn't take a a heck of a lot away from it. But it's still, I think, I I wish that was a little bit better. And maybe that's Mm -hmm. one of the things that also helps keep it from a bone saw. But other than that, yeah. man, this is I mean, this is a stalwart in the in the zombie uh lore in my opinion or movie collection in my opinion. This is no, it probably one is. of my favorites. because yeah, we've done zombie movies over the I mean we've done Nightmare City. And we, and we've we, done a quite we a few did zombie holocaust and so to get into this one, it's like okay, this this here this is why these are so good. 
because right. they are head and shoulders above the other stuff we've been watching. I mean, it just is. The special effects were fantastic, and you know the storyline was high emotion, and uh, you know kept kept you engaged the whole time. So, have you yeah, happened to see like the 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 last three um, George Romero zombie movies, Land, Diary, and Survival of the Dead? No. Mm-mm. You haven't seen any one of those? I think actually it's the ones with John Leguizamo. Yeah, that's Land of the Dead. That's the one I, I've seen that one. Uh-huh. What did you think? It was all right. Yeah, that's kind of how I am. And then Diary of the Dead is okay, too. And then Survival of the Dead sucked the balls, in my opinion. Yeah, but, yeah. But whatever. All right, cool. Um, so so remind us what the, what the question of the episode was. Well, there's a ton of zombie movies out there, and so, you know, you get some like Bub, who were just memorable. In fact, I, you know, on the old Cadaver Lab uh, forums, we used to have the someone what? that had the Cadaver Lab forum, dude. Wait, we used to have those? We used to have, it was fantastic. <laughs> but uh, we had uh, we had people or somebody that had uh, Bub as their, their icon, and so, you know, uh, as their little avatar, I mean. So the question is, um, you know, who are two other zombie icons from that genre any any type of zombie and who are two icons that that, uh, that stand out cool awesome um so yeah i guess that's it man good movie next week we're going to be doing the new york ripper and get ready for tortured conscience tortured little conscience. drummer boy <laughs> little well, drummer boy oh that's right and then also a little uh yeah, I'm sure we'll be choking on some hairballs from from some fur burgers. So sweet should, action. That should be awesome. Be, uh, oh, be... oh, because uh, because the New York Ripper yeah. uh, is has a lot of fur burgers. I thought you were just getting a little personal on our asses. There. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Judas. I've got Wonka Vision, so I always watch these uh, these movies with Wonka Vision, so it makes it real. So let's see how it goes. <laughs> Finally, Wonka Vision comes up with something we can use. Dude, so fantastic! I mean, screw 3D, screw that! I got Wonka Vision. disgusting. In fact, I still got some Wonka Vision stuck in my teeth. Anyway, <laughs> all right, that, we need to stop right there. We do. Hey, thanks oh a lot gosh. for listening. Thanks a lot for calling in. Two zero six three three nine two seven three zero. That is two zero six three three nine two seven three zero. So we will leave you with that. So from the Cadaver Lab, we will see you later.